Season 2 of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season and we're talking about specific topics as we go. We will lovingly dissect the episodes and plots, share many clips featuring our favorite jokes, and gush over Roz and Lilith. In this episode, we're talking completely about Roz Doyle. And for season two, that means praising her excellence as a radio producer, marveling over her ability to spar with David Hyde Pierce, and celebrating that wonderful moment when she meets her match in Sam Malone. So, order yourself a double bourbon on the rocks and have the bartender spill a little in the glass, and grab a seat behind the sound mixing board in your producer's booth as we talk about season two of Frasier. Before we get into our topic, here's a refresher on season two of Frasier. Recall that at this point, Frasier is settled into his life in Seattle and that his hair is still being worn in that hideous scullet. In season two, Frasier's main relationship are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author. Niles and Maris are together, but Niles suspects Maris of having an affair with a Bavarian fencing teacher. Daphne has long hair and bangs and not much other story. Martin has to get Eddie neutered. And Roz is winning at life with her huge 90s hair by being a great radio producer and by having the sex life she chooses without apology. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Our episode on Roz from the first season was one of my all-time favorites. Me too. A lot to live up to, but I think we got it. I think we can, we can get there with the help of Roz. The Roz of it all. Mm-hmm. Lauren, start us off. I'm happy to. So you may recall, Taryn, that when we talked about Roz last season, I noticed that she kicks off the entire series of Frasier by gaslighting him. I do remember this. What a glorious discovery. It's one good use of gaslighting. The, perhaps the only one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, in season two, I'm happy, thrilled in fact, to report that she does the almost as well again by lying right to his face. That's fantastic. I know. Opening moments of the second season. So here is a clip from the episode Slow Tango in South Seattle. You used to drink with Thomas J. Fallow? Well, actually, I spent most of my time helping him get through his writer's block. In the future, I'll remember to use my powers for good and not for evil. <laughs> Well, I don't care what you think about him. He's coming here to the station tomorrow to be on Amber Edwards' book chat, and you're going to introduce him. Oh, no, 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 I can't see him. I'd like to tell him how much I like this book. You know how hard it is to lie to someone's face? Oh, no, it's easy for someone as bright and charming and articulate as you. Well, perhaps you're right. See how easy it is? 
Roz is fantastic. Roz is fantastic. It's so great because she knows that he's a blowhard narcissist and that he'll totally fall for it. And and she's going to do it anyway because it's funny. It is great. It's a great example of how well she knows him and how much she's in control of everything. Yeah, totally. I mean, we've said it before. We're going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Roz is the best. Roz is the best. Taryn, what would you like to talk about for season two, Roz? I am going to bring up the only episode that she really stars in. It is not a super episode, mm-hmm. but it is great to see her featured. So I'm going to leave the crap behind <laughs> and talk about how great she is. Okay, hit me. What is the episode? So this episode is Roz in the Doghouse. This is the episode where Roz and Fraser have a professional falling out after Bull- Bulldog asks her to be his producer. Okay. Um, Frasier thinks that Bulldog is only doing this to get Roz into bed, but Roz is rightfully insulted and wants to take the job because she's a super talented producer. Yep. Here is a great clip of the blow up between Roz and Frasier, and it's important to know that Roz has sprained her ankle at this point and is on crutches. Okay. You know, this is so insulting. You think Bulldog wants me to come work for him because he wants to get me into his bed? It doesn't even occur to you that he thinks I'm a good producer. Ross, don't you think you're being just a tad naive? I'll tell you what naive is. Naive is someone who thinks he can stand there and talk to me like that without getting a crutch up his butt. (laughs) Ross, I can see how he's manipulating you. I'm an expert in human behavior. Oh, really? Excuse me. I've heard your expert advice. The only mental disorder you've ever cured is insomnia. (laughs) Well, I'm surprised you had time to listen. What with being so busy with your ultra-demanding producer tasks, answering phones and pushing buttons, my God, a cockatoo with a strong beak could do what you do. Then hire one, because I'm taking the job with Bulldog. That's it. I am out of here. Take a picture, because I'm out of your life. You have seen the last of me! Sayonara! Oh, damn, my purse. What a great argument. Love it. Crutch up the butt. (laughs) It's a classic. And I also love hearing there how... I don't love hearing how he undervalues her work, but I love hearing her stand up for herself and her work. Yeah, she totally believes that she is a good hard worker. And like you say, she fully stands up for herself. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Like the that she has to sucks. But again, we don't really care about the Fraser show. We care about the Ross <laughs> show. Yeah. The Ross show is going great. Mm-hmm. And Fraser ultimately pays for his arrogant chauvinist and thoughtless opinions by not finding a decent replacement and he does apologize to Ross. So He comes around and is like, oh, you are a super great producer. Mm -hmm. Sorry for being an idiot. And like starts to understand that producing is a job. Yeah. Hmm. And not just a bird with a strong beak can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And full disclosure, sort of hinted at this, Bulldog is being a creep and eventually hits on Roz. And by hits on, I mean get naked in her apartment (laughs) without consent, etc. Yeah. 
Um, but he is also still genuinely trying to use her considerable skills as a producer. This episode, despite its flaws, is a really awesome episode for Roz and her screw you, I'm great brand of self-confidence that I am always living for. Absolutely. And I think it's important for us to rem- to think about how rare this particular brand of self-confidence was and is on TV. Someone who's just like, forget it, I'm gonna do me, smell you later. Like, and has also the skills to back it up. Yeah. Because more often than not, someone with that amount of self-confidence doesn't have the skills. And and so then it's a joke, but it isn't with Roz. Totally. And I mean this about women. Men get this all the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Women, people of color, queer people, anyone who's not a white man. Yep. Lauren, what would you like to talk about next? The second thing I want to talk about in season two is that the relationship between Roz and Niles is really taking shape in a satisfying way. Sure is. But please elaborate. I'd be happy to. So they they sparred a little bit in season one, but you can see in this season that the show writers kind of caught the chemistry between them and took it one step further. Here's a great clip from the episode Fool Me Once, Shame on You, Fool Me Twice that shows this. So, Roz, you gonna join us? No, I think I'll just go sit over here. Roz, are you trying to avoid me? Well, can you blame me? I mean, it took you nearly a year just to learn my name, and every time we sit together, you have some kind of snide remark to make. Name one. Well, last week, you told me my bedroom was easier to get into than a community college. (laughs) I was hoping that would be the one you'd name. You know, I got half a mind to... No, 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 just hold on now, Roz. You and Niles got off on the wrong foot a long time ago. Now, I think if you two sat down and had a real conversation, you'd hit it off famously. Now, here, here. You sit, Roz, and I will go and get your coffee. So, how are you? Fine. You? Great. I'm handy now. (laughs) So... That's a nice jacket. Thank you. Offbeat. And what is that supposed to mean, offbeat? Well... No, wait, I think I know exactly what it means. Offbeat isn't cheap. Well, excuse me for not being rich enough to shop at the International House of Tide-Ass like you and Maris the heiress. <laughs> that is what you meant, right? Yes, but I had no idea you'd pick up on it. And you were insulting me. Yes, but you got in a couple of good shots yourself. I did, didn't I? So glad we did this. You know, sometimes I'm such a good therapist, I scare myself. Fun facto about her jacket in that scene Mm -hmm. that they talk about. The lapel literally goes past her armpit. Outstanding. (laughs) I didn't know such a thing was possible. I would say that's offbeat. I guess there was a surplus of fabric in the 90s. I guess. Interesting point. (laughs) So you can hear there how much Niles is impressed by Roz's insults. Totally. He totally should be, especially given how much power he has in the world and in their relationship. He is a wealthy, Ivy League-educated, straight, white, cisgender man. 
And Roz breaking down all of that status and privilege and calling him a tight ass is just part of what makes her a true feminist icon. Mm -hmm. And it's just so satisfying because he on some level knows he has to take it. He's like, yep, I am a tight ass. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) He totally does. Also, I love that this is a great example of Perry Gilpin going absolutely toe-to-toe with the other best actor on the show. She gets much less screen time and plot to do this in in the series and in this season particularly, but she makes the most of her opportunities. And while David Hyde Pierce won four Emmys for his work on Frasier and was nominated every single year the show was on, Perry Gilpin was never nominated. That is crap. It is some crap. And also, I was like angry when I looked that up yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And like, sorry, ladies, we really overlook you all the time. That happens all the time, ladies. Even by ladies. Yep. We don't mean to, but we haven't been taught to look at you. (laughs) We're fixing it. We're we're working on it. it. (laughs) We're doing the best we can. Yep. Taryn, what else would you like to talk about in regards to Ms. Roz Doyle? I would like to talk about the episode, the show where Sam shows up. This is the episode where Sam Malone comes into Seattle. Drama ensues. But I would like to talk about when Roz and Sam come together and meet and they have this beautiful exchange. Well, that's our show for today. Don't forget Bob Bulldog Briscoe is up next. Oh, yes. This is KACL Cash Call Week. $5,000 if you answer your phone with the phrase that pays. So when your phone rings, don't say hello. Say, well, blow me down! (laughs) No, 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 just uh, say, uh, uh, KACL's uh, talk of the town. Talk of the channel. Whatever. Bye-bye. Sam! Sam! (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing in town? Uh, Rasha, I'm here interviewing for a job. The Mariners need a... Pitching coach, and they gave me a call. They did? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's great, but... Well, come on in, come on. This is all right? You're off the air? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Fresh, I gotta go. Your messages are on my desk. Okay. Whoa, who is this? I, uh, I'm uh, Sam Malone. I was a buddy of Fraser's in Boston. Um, this is uh, Roz Doyle. <laughs> so this is the Sam Malone you've always talked about, the one who has no respect for women and mm-hmm. treats them like dirt. <laughs> Anyone to show you around Seattle? Well, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm all right with the city, but I get real lost in my hotel room. Oh, no, boy. Just look at the two of you face to face. Imagine wild animals all over the Northwest are lifting their heads, alerted to the scent. <laughs> Goodbye, Ross. Well, if you need me company, give me a call. Here's my number. Oh, thanks. That's a snazzy card. Yes, yeah, glows in the dark. So do I. Sam Malone is so charming. Yeah. And that is one of the things I wanna wanted to highlight specifically, is that Sam Malone is generally recognized as one of the most beloved characters in television history. Mm-hmm. And he brings that same charm and charisma on to Frasier. Like, that's that he's still Sam Malone. And he's so charming and lovable despite his flaws because he's a a smarm bag. (laughs) And Perry Gilpin, yet again, steps up to the plate, and she meets Ted Danson on his level. Like, they are... National treasure, Ted Danson. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Married to an Oscar winner, Ted Danson. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
they they're evenly matched and even better Roz and Sam's chemistry feels really organic and they have a similar way of dealing with or ignoring Fraser's barbs at them for their quote-unquote promiscuous lifestyles mm -hmm. basically Roz is the Sam Malone of this show and we have undervalued her simply because she's a woman sorry again ladies very well said Thank you. Another thing that I love in season two is this moment when Roz briefly takes over Frasier's radio show. I forget why. I think he's taking a call from Madeline Marshall. He, yes, that's correct. And Roz has to talk to a caller on the air and give him advice. And here is a quick clip of that. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm off the air right now. So, Vic, um, what's this trouble you're having with women? I don't know. You know, I have, I have a good job. I think I have a good personality. Of course, I made more money when I was modeling, but I'm doing okay at the law firm. Tell me more. There are a number of times in the series where Roz either takes over the show or just pipes in with good slash better advice. And knowing as we do where she will get to at the end of the series, I just appreciate hearing her take the mic early on. She should have been given her own radio show right then and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roz using Tinder on the air, a show I would happily listen to. Absolutely. Something I found frustrating about this season, and I don't, I'm assuming you feel the same way, Lauren, but don't want to speak for you. You can speak for me. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> You've earned the right. Is that they, the show clearly does not have a big plan for Roz. Uh, she tends to show up in the season, uh, in the first half of an episode, usually just sort of runs through as a punchline mm -hmm. and then we don't see her again because they're not giving her stories at all they, they yep. don't care about her which they're wrong and it's a shame because as we have discussed at length and will continue to discuss Perry Gilpin is a top-notch actor and the show totally disregards that not a fan and I found it hard to come up with really like good topics for this episode which is Stupid because Perry Gilpin's so great and so is Roz. <laughs> yes, it is a major failing of the show kind of throughout its run, but I found season two to be particularly egregious. Yeah, me too. Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss the aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it has been 25 years since the show premiered, and a lot has changed. Lauren, start us off. Yes. Welcome to Nonsense Corner. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So you talked about the episode Roz in the Doghouse mm -hmm. as being the one episode that featured her prominently. She had a storyline. And while I am always in favor of that happening, I hate that episode. It's unfortunate how yeah. these two things have come together. It sure is. It's just awful. So as the episode starts on the air, Fraser says that Roz can't give advice because she's never been married and because she sleeps with multiple partners. Ah, didn't love that. Nope. <laughs> Not super. Um, and also, Bulldog causes Roz to sprain her ankle and then spends the episode being nice to her to try to get her to sleep with him. I don't love it. Nope. Not good. And 
not to pile on because we <laughs> we like to stay positive. We we let it out in nonsense corner. But the advice Roz gives at the beginning of the show is really great advice. Yeah. And just bite me, dude, with a failed <laughs> marriage. Not yeah. that that's objectively a bad thing, but, like, you have no legs to stand on. No. It's not good. Not good. Taryn, bum us out a little bit more. So we sort of touched on this, but beyond Roz in the doghouse, she has zero substantial episodes this season. Her stories tend to be vain and boring. Oh no, Roz has a zit at a party. Or oh boy, there goes Roz again wanting to sleep with a man. No thank you. No thank you. (laughs) And even this early in the series, it's tired. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see it anymore. And I know we will. But I feel like they really had no plan and just crammed it all in. Like, yeah. So... Basically, my nonsense boils down to most of our main complaint about this show, and most shows, write women better. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we got through that together. Me too. Turning back to things we love about the show, it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the second season. Taryn, what's your pick? I am going to say the show where Sam shows up. I love Roz and Sam together. I'm going to ship them for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Power couple. Mm-hmm. And it's just delightful. Roz isn't in the episode all that much, but when she is, it's great. She makes an impact. Yep. And speaking of impacts, my favorite episode of this season is The Innkeepers. Uh, You will recall this is where Roz is part of the series of events that ends with her being blown up by Cherry's Jubilee. (laughs) By an overly jubilant Cherry's Jubilee. Yep. Brandy for days. Mm -hmm. And she gets gigantic hair and she's wonderful in it. She's great. Excellent choice. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com. On our website, I make recaps for each of our podcast episodes that include links, gifs, and other observations, including how many times we mention Lilith. Don't think we've done very well this episode, (laughs) but we've focused on Roz, so... Mm -hmm. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram. We're at Cafe Nervosa Pod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music, and we would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa. We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme. Lauren, what do you got? All you need to know here is that Roz is the best. Well, Caroline, if you've been in therapy for two years and you feel like you're no longer making any progress, perhaps you've reached a plateau or you and your therapist have simply gone as far as you can together. Maybe it is time for a change. He's kind of dry and long-winded. Well, two years is certainly a long time to spend with a psychiatrist you find dry and long-winded. Amen to that. (laughs) Taryn, what do you have? All you need to know here is that Roz has an unsightly zit and Fraser is not helping. 
It's this vintage Ross or what? I finally lose five pounds and I gain three of it back on my nose. Ross, listen, I'm sure that with enough foundation and some contouring, maybe a little shadowing. Uh, have you considered wearing a beekeeper's mask? Do I make fun of that Astrodome you call a forehead? 